Welcome to FinTech Corner. We're live at AFP. This nice. is crazy. Look at this production Great. that we have going here in our <laughs> AFP booth. It's buzzing. Uh, this is John Bolden. Uh, he's our first guest, actually, at uh, the AFP conference. And I'm joined by Brett Turner, our founder and CEO. And I'm Joseph Drambarian. I'm the CPO and CTO here at Travada and the host of FinTech Corner. And we're excited because we're going to kick off the AFP event with a podcast. And I bet that nobody else has that in store here at AFP. So uh, we wanted to just dig into, uh, first of all, your background, John. We yep. thought that it might be really fun to kick everything off with some of the stories that you have to tell. Uh, because you've definitely been on the bleeding edge of innovation, especially within Treasury. Correct. And I thought if we could just begin by taking a little spin uh, uh, through your history mm -hmm. and where you've landed and how things are going, that'd be awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been in and around finance for about 20 years, and I've done everything from investment banking, FP&A, and now I find myself um, in the dynamic space that is corporate treasury. And so, um, with that much experience, I've seen many things, and I know that being able to obtain information quickly is always sort of better than waiting. Um, and that, I think, is one of the, the things that was the most enticing about um, about Travada to me as yeah. a as a user, um, yeah, and I mean it's it's been great seeing the uh, the platform develop over the years. And I'm currently at um, a company called uh, City Storage Systems, probably more affectionately known as CSS. But yeah, yeah, we're a multinational um, company, and obviously we we have you know hundreds of bank accounts around the world. World, so being able to um, have real-time visibility to our actual cash position um, is very important because we also, aside from traditional bank accounts, we have Stripe instances, you know, Alipay, WePay in China, those sorts of um, things, and and those are that is real cash. Yeah, so absolutely. it's um, very important that we have visibility, like comprehensively. You know, it's interesting. We're kind of in the midst of the soup here of all of the buzzwords, all of the, the phrases that are being tossed around, whether it's APIs, real-time payments, uh, chat GPT, generative <laughs> finance, all of the different things that are swirling around. And I was just curious, especially on the API side of the house, which I know has been gaining a lot of traction over the last five years. Agreed. We know that we've been pushing that message since the beginning here at Travada. What has it meant for you? kind of being in the thick of it. Mm -hmm. Multiple roles, multiple implementations of APIs. You've got to see this whole story play out at this point mm -hmm. with multiple banks as well. What does it look like on the front lines? Well, um, uh, uniquely, I guess, all banks are moving at a different pace of adoption, which is um, unfortunate. However, the larger players are um, making a substantial effort to adopt the sort of migration of uh, or the maturity of the technology. Yeah. Um, for me, the one thing I do wish that they would do is make more information, more endpoints available, you know, whether it be credit facility information, um, credit card, corporate credit card information, um, that's that sort of. Uh, data set seems to be lagging, but what they're providing from a cash perspective is so valuable yeah. um, because it is real information and you can't have real-time finance without real-time cash. Absolutely. I, I'll just jump in a little bit. One of the things too that, I mean, you're being modest with your background. I mean, just even like- I can't Uber, talk all day. 
Uber, <laughs> Nike, and I like when we first met you too. Right away, you were experiencing some, some real pain points because you were having to deal with massive amounts of data. Correct. And I think this whole discovery around APIs and how to diversify, you know, all that data Agreed. became a big issue. Like mm -hmm. that you got to, but yeah. you know, maybe what a little bit of the, that pain point where that intersected, where you kind of just like there's just nothing out there that's going to help you solve the problems, and you're seeing it also that it kind of extended beyond even treasury mm -hmm. that you could see that you're in a position to help solve not only some of the things that you're working on directly on mm -hmm. treasury but also but with other groups yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that was a big thing for me i'd say um to that point in our latest implementation when we uh connected stripe it brought in a million transactions yeah so there's no g sheet or excel spreadsheet that could um, Good luck. gather and <laughs> arrange, you know, extract, transform, load, yeah. that amount of transaction data. Right. So, you know, we need something like Travada, but then also if you are willing or you have the uh, development resource, the PDE resources to contribute to the platform, that developer environment that you guys have, th there's tons that can be accomplished there with, um, with you know users internal resources being devoted to that yeah and seeing what they can create just to help the business run more efficiently so that's a a weird shift that's happening in the space because Absolutely. i think for i mean is it fair to say decades at this point the space has been dominated by point solutions yep. bespoke built for a specific use case okay. you use it you don't really change it it just is yeah. what it is correct the new wave it seems like creating this almost data-driven but also developer-driven economy mm -hmm. of custom solutions that are built on APIs, that are built on interfaces that you as a business stakeholder can be effectively the product person, if Correct. you will. Absolutely. And they're dynamic enough, um, and well, I guess Travada's dynamic enough that you can, you know, structure that environment um, to align with your business but it's not so rigid that you can't change it. Yeah. Right. And so I think to your point, th those are um, that's a very important feature because businesses change. You add products, you deprecate things, you know, you shut down markets, you add add new ones. So you definitely need a solution that is um, flexible enough to you know a, a, like a, adjust with your business. You you fire a bank, you hire a bank. Right. You bring on Stripe, you get rid of this and that, and so, yeah. So let me ask you this. It seems like there's a shift happening in the role of Treasury as well. Absolutely. Because if you're not rotating through different corporations and different banks simply spending time implementing these solutions, but instead it kind of seems like you're shifting to more of a strategy, almost product management, thinking through, hey, how can we create real leverage in the business Absolutely. with the data that's flowing through? Mm -hmm. How have you seen your role change over the years? Like, what, what has changed? Uh, well, I, I guess it depends on the size of the company, but just the, the concept of treasury and what um, the, the questions that we're required to answer has definitely matured um, as, as I've, my career has progressed. Yeah. And people look to us, especially on the debt side, um, to be more strategic and think through different things like how you've seen, you know, money, the, the, the cost of money, even in the past 36 to 24 months has changed so much 
that the treasury is leaned on to say, hey, if we have floating rate debt, how do we keep that debt from getting out of hand? Like, how do we price different derivative instruments? Right. Um, or, you know, do I need, like, like, with this cash information and these forecasts that I have, how is that going to impact my weighted average cost of capital or my or my actual debt mix, fixed or floating, whatever the, the question is. Right. People are coming to Treasury now more so to get answers to those questions versus how much cash do we have? How much right. cash are we burning every month? Sort of thing. So once once you've had experienced something, you know, more of a tech platform to kind of manage all this, mm -hmm. and and you've you've had experience in the past working mm -hmm. with some of the traditional TMSs, like, would you ever go back? I mean, once you kind of experienced that to be able to get that kind of leverage, like yeah. maybe talk a little bit about the difference of just the yeah. the system environment, right? To do things and. Well, I guess for me, um, if I were, were to go the traditional route, it's, it's like, do you want to buy a VCR? <laughs> yeah, or, do right. you, or would you prefer to, to, to stream things, right? I, I know people that have tons of DVDs in their home, right. Right? collections, right? And so, um, no, I don't think I would ever go back because not only is it is... Once you've experienced um, 4K. Yeah, like yeah, once, yeah, once you've experienced 8K and 4K and OLED and all these other different... Um, Technical advancement, technical advancements in products, like it's, it's very hard to go back to an archaic structure. And then incrementally, with the APIs, the implementations are so fast. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, you know, I, I'm not, we, we don't need to get into the technical dif differences, but the implementations are very, very fast. Like at wet, with Wells, I mean, a few days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's on Wells' side. That's not you guys. You guys are like, we're ready, we're ready, we're ready. Right. And the bank can only, you know, move as fast, fast as they're uh, willing to or able to with the, the support team that's on your on your account. But regardless of relationship, but regardless, um, no, because I just need I'm, I'm all about speed. Yeah. My questions, the questions come in hot and fast and they, yeah. they require immediate, immediate answers. Well, it's pretty so. cool. Like when you're like you said, investment banking, FBNA, I mean, in some ways you kind of are able to think outside the box. Is it, is it because, you know you haven't always been in treasury too. So you kind of see a little bit more of the big picture. Does that come into play when now you're, you know, you're using something that you're able to do more things with, mm -hmm. or do you find that like folks from accounting or other groups, they kind of, or even like IT, they kind of ask questions. Absolutely. Find ways Absolutely. in which they can leverage that capability. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that was why I mentioned the whole um, developer, you know, environment. That's within Travada because yeah we do we get we receive questions from, you know, accounting on uh, things that they may not have visibility to like our Stripe instances. Yeah. Um, ba based on how the GL setup setup it's a little uh, weird at my current company, but accounting needs that granular amount of information. Um, our uh, our ERP team you know wants to explore in a direct integration with uh, with our ERP vendor and so those those groups definitely want to know more about what is inside of Travada, Travada and how it works versus what we currently have like with for a host to host or something like that. And then, yeah, from my prior experience, absolutely, I can see how things would be connected, you know, whether it be bank recs or an FP&A platform or, you know, like an FX uh, execution you know, platform like a 360T or FXR, those types of integrations and how um, it it ultimately impacts cash. 
Yep, yep. And so that's why I kind of get bent out of shape about the APIs with the bank not not exposing more data or presenting you guys with more data through those APIs. Because, I mean, if I borrow money from my facility, I shouldn't have to wait till ne next week to see an update to the yep. balance. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. John, one thing that I... I'm curious if I can pick your brain on a topic, uh, and it's, you know, walking around the, the show floor, there's so many payment providers here, so many different folks talking about payments. Mm -hmm. The banks also have been pushing real-time payments, the possibility of new rails like FedNow that, that are coming. Mm -hmm. Where do you see payments over the next five to ten years moving, and how do you see your interaction currently in your role with payments, especially considering that you have a complex ecosystem that you serve with, mm -hmm. you know, your merchant processor environment, Absolutely. all of the different transactions that you said are flowing in, the settlement of those. How does it all play out? And does the payment ecosystem play a role in improving your overall infrastructure? Got it. Um, so I'd say five to 10 years, I, I have no clue, but I definitely would think that money will move faster. Yeah. Especially with things like crypto, like, like stable coins. I, but I think in the next round of politics, stable coins will be adopted like more broadly. Um, so stable coins and then, you know, real t with the increase of the real time payment limit, you can send a million bucks on Venmo. That's right. Right. And so <laughs> I would think I've tried that myself. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just said <laughs> it'll be um, you might have to get yeah. authorization for that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, de I de definitely would. Uh, I don't have that much liquidity, but it'll be um, it'll be interesting because you'll start to see more um, m more participants in the space. Yeah. So, like your ADPs, um, you know, your your credit card providers that aren't banks like Ramp, and all these other different um, like use cases. Yeah. Being like having a real-time payment aspect and people just you know being able to actually get their money um when they earn it right so to speak so i i think that'll be there'll be a bit more adoption there stable coins um do you think fed now kind of starts yeah, to come absolutely. Play on the corporate absolutely. side absolutely yep and the U.S. i mean as a country we've, we've been sort of like dragging a ball and chain on that one, that one with advances like in india and Europe around, you know, immediate settlement, like just like with with, with um, FX and equity. Yeah. Right. Those two asset classes requiring like two days to settle a spot trade. Right. Like guys, come on. Right. That's a, I sell 10 euros and you want me to wait till Wednesday. Yeah. To, yeah. So okay. that's where I still feel like we're a little bit in the Stone Age, is just cross-border, getting my money from here to there, regardless of where there is. And I think the promise of crypto and stablecoin is really interesting on that front. Agreed. Um, there hasn't been much innovation uh, in the world of cross-border payments. I mean, it still is what it is for the most part. And it's interesting to see it evolve, especially, you know, trying to create more solutions bank to bank. I think that's where things get interesting, especially on the API side of the house. Completely, yeah, completely agree because the infrastructure is definitely not aligned globally. Right. So, you know, with, with some of the, um, you know, developing nations or just the in, inability for groups to come together to align on things like centralized payments. And the one thing that I always think about is like all of San Francisco can't swipe their credit card at once, right? right. So they'll always need to be capacity in the system for payments. 
Right. Because yeah. Yeah. there just there isn't enough space to go around. And then, you know, we've, we've got four networks, right? Yeah. So it, they're, they're, there will be an increased use case because people want to be paid now. Right. And participants in those two asset classes, especially FX, I mean, five trillion of FX is traded every day. Right. Right. So, and so if I have the money, settle me now. Exactly. I was just going to say one of the cool things, you know, Joseph and I talk about a lot, just like we're able to sort of build off the back of giants from a tech perspective, Agreed. like Google and Facebook and all of that. You think how database architectures have changed. But then when you look at on the payment side, you think of what, you know, Uber is essentially a, a payments company. You look at what Square is doing. And so all this, you know, is, is this whole changing on payments and rails sort of building on the back of those kinds of innovations that are happening more consumer work its way into into corporates like it's got to change right mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah and at, for us at uh at css we we don't outsource our payments so we're definitely um always working and trying to um, improve our execution yeah so that we don't have you know payments sort of fall out or be rejected um, but I definitely, definitely think that for companies that are not as uh, solution or platform forward, I guess, or development yeah. forward, yeah, like the need is just, it's, it's astounding. It's, it's, it's I have a fun topic, if you'd be interested in, in diving okay. into it. So we've been hearing a lot about generative AI okay. lately. Well, not lately, since the beginning of the year. Oh, Last yeah. year, if you've been playing with it uh, you know since the the first iterations of chat GPT I have a couple of questions but the first one is where do you see the role of the treasurer mm -hmm. being impacted by this type of technology I could say AI just generally mm -hmm. but I'm gonna focus in on generative, generative AI, AI specifically yep. um, so my thoughts on generative generative AI I guess in the Treasury space stuff is just it seems not to be necessarily aligned with the discipline. Um, and it's, you know, it's maybe a more, not to knock on marketing, but a more marketing and copy sort of focused technology. The use cases are, are more apparent there immediately. Yeah. But he and I were having a conversation about FBAR. Yeah. Like when you, when you think about what an FBAR filing is, especially if you have hundreds of bank accounts, yeah. you know, Travada's collecting the, the bank balances every day and then you probably you'd need some way of securing the PII of the of the people that are um, securing the PII of the people that are the signers on the bank account but right. then from there like a generative AI should be able if it can produce copy and and like the Mona Lisa randomly right it should be able to produce an FBAR filing because all of the components of it are there and I, I mean that would relieve so much stress on so many people. Yeah. So we, we obviously, we launched our own generative AI solution with mm -hmm. Travada AI, and there have been customers playing with it. Uh, yeah, I play with it. And <laughs> one of the things that, that we get a kick out of, you know, when we're looking through the anonymized questions that are coming through for, you know, trying to get our arms around how it's being used are the risks that are being taken in terms of the questions. Like some customers are asking, can you just make an FBAR report for me? And it, it'll give it its best shot, right? Agreed. Because it knows what an FBAR report is. So it'll take from the data that it can have at its access and give you what it thinks an FBAR report is. And 
It's impressive because it it's close. It's not right. It's not right, but, but it's it's close. And I wonder what will be the threshold or what will you look for? I guess as a manager or as an operator mm -hmm. in the next few years because we're these are advancements that are happening in quarters at a time, right? Mm -hmm. They're leaps at a quarter. Yep. Let's fast forward 5 years from now and let's say that it's at an acceptable level of accuracy that it's it's now dangerous it's disruptive yep. what are the things that you would be looking at as a manager making a decision on hey is this a viable technology to either uh, displace some of the roles that we have or to add to some of the roles that we have well I think it, I'll, I'll start with at, at the end I do think it'll be accretive on the efficiency front right so um, but to me nothing replaces like the human mind right right um, and then for things like it's this treasury and for me I'm a pretty specific person like it's not any tequila it's not any tattoo it's not you know any shirt so um, it's it has to be right right and I mean all the way right. anything that's not all the way right is wrong Right. So I can't use it because then it would put me at risk. So it's a toy yes. until it is proven 100% correct for every question. Absolutely. Is it also the case, do you think, that as a participant in the technology, mm -hmm. in the foreseeable future, you're a participant just out of curiosity, but not as a tool? You said out of curiosity, but not as a tool. No, no, I'm not a I'm not a participant out of curiosity because I want to see it advance. Right. It's yeah. not a it's not a gimmick to pragmatic me. approach. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want to see it advance because I actually need it. Like I, I can see the benefits of it. Right. But I'm just apprehensive. What, what about it doesn't like, do math? What about <laughs> Which uh, my job is foundational in that in that aspect? What about risk management, though? You think of like uh, hedging or even forecasting mm -hmm. certain things like you're you're trying to protect risk. Which in some of those cases you might not need an X precise number on something, Agreed. but you just need a good. Uh, yeah. Like where do you start to think, yep. see some of those? Like yep. especially your FBA background, trying to look at forecasting things like that. Absolutely. It gets really religious to manage it on a. Yeah. On your model. On spreadsheet. You yeah. might not have to get in the weeds Agreed. a little bit. So I, I do. I agree. Because the accuracy then is less important. Like there's some level of precision, but I can deal with a standard deviation, whereas. You know what's my cash balance that actually you know that needs to be right or yeah, payments totally. going out or things of that nature so, yeah. super interesting john thank you so yeah. much for joining us yeah, this is an amazing discussion yeah, enjoy your time here at afp and we'll absolutely. see you around i've, I've looked plan to thank yeah you, awesome